Hey Sparkler parents, it's Christine here, and today we're going to talk a little bit about vision. This is not directly related to our relationships with our children, but related to relationships because sometimes we see things in our kids and we don't know why they do what they do, and often we blame it on the child's behavior, meaning that we think it's the child's choice that they're acting this way. And I just want to put the seed in your head that maybe sometimes it's not actually the child's choice, but rather a reaction to something going on in their environment. And for many children, visual information is not well processed in the brain. And this is not due to how well the eye sees, which would be what the doctors or the ophthalmologists would refer to as acuity, visual acuity, but rather how well the eyes are working together as a team and how well that information is being processed in our brains. And if it makes sense to our, our bodies and our brains, we'll be able to learn from that information. But when the information isn't making sense, then naturally we're going to try to get away from that information or we're going to resist against that information coming in through that pathway, through our vision. So uh, let's go back and think about when your child was a little bitty baby. And as a young infant, prior to two months old, they slept a lot. Anyway, but when their eyes were open, they may be looking at you. They may not be. They are able to see just about an arm's length away from them and no further. Then as your baby grows a little bit older, they start to be looking up and you notice they're looking all around the room. And finally, they're able to see as you walk across the room and track you. And that's wonderful. That's what we expect to see. But you may have had a child who didn't do that as much, or maybe one eye worked differently than the other, or you may have noticed that they actually have a really hard time crossing their eyes or uncrossing their eyes. And perhaps it didn't seem to really be a big deal at the time, and they continued to grow and learn how to roll and sit up and crawl and walk and do all of those things. But that vision issue was always there. Maybe you notice they kind of tip their head funny as they go down the stairs, or they hold their head in a different position when they're playing with certain toys. Those are some soft signs to watch for that their eyes may actually not be working well together. And there could also be an acuity problem as well. But if we have suspicions that our eyes aren't working well together, we actually need to go to a specific provider called an optometrist. And for children, they're known as a pediatric or developmental optometrist. And this is the individual who's going to be able to tell us how well our children's eyes are working together and how well our, the child's brain is interpreting the information. So some things to watch for, like I said, would be a tipping of the head during certain activities, 
um, perhaps an inability or difficulty maintaining eye contact or being able to watch your facial expressions, a sensitivity to light, um, noticing that they have difficulties looking at what they're doing when they're playing with toys. They tend to kind of look off in space either during conversations or when they're playing with toys. Uh, tripping over their feet, tripping over changes in surfaces like between the tile and the carpet, um, or unsure about surface changes like cracks in the concrete or transitions between concrete and grass. So if they're having any of those symptoms in our toddlers, uh, those would be some soft signs and reasons why you would want them to be seen by a developmental optometrist. If you have an older child who maybe has kind of passed that initial stage of awkward walking or you don't really recall them tripping over their feet or whatnot, but now they're in school, the teacher may say they have a hard time paying attention when we're copying from the board or they may see some behavior problems as the length of the class, the lengths of the class get longer as the child is needing to pay attention visually to, to things in class, if that information is coming in and, and feeling uncomfortable to them, that will turn into potential behaviors of either seeming like they're not paying attention or perhaps kind of some I need to get out of here behaviors where they're not listening, where they're getting out, out of their, their seat. And this happens because even though the child knows that they need to sit down, they know that rule, but something in their environment is not making sense to them and they are feeling very uncomfortable. So I would ask you, if you were feeling uncomfortable in a certain situation, would you just sit there or would you try to change it? And the best way our, our children, even our school-age children, know how to change it is by getting up or by moving or by wiggling or by distracting themselves with something else that's not as challenging. So I am by no means diagnosing here, but rather planting a seed that if you suspect something vision-wise, it may not just be with how well your child sees close up or far away, which would be the acuity, but more about how well your eyes are working together. So one quick thing that you can do to check for this is to see how easily your child is able to converge their eyes and diverge their eyes and how smooth they go between the two. So this would be a, a quick screen that you could do and have the child look at your face close up or another object like a small toy and bring it as close to their nose as possible and see if they can converge both eyes together into the center and then move the toy further away and see if they can move their eyes open again more to a neutral position. And if your child can easily do that and easily maintain the convergence and then the divergence, then great. If they can't, perhaps you see one eye dart away or you see their eyes not move in an organized way together 
or one eye is looking off to the side even though the other one is moving in toward the center. Those are signs that your child is not able to coordinate the use of their eyes together. And then that visual information coming into the brain perhaps might be that they're seeing double, even though they may not be telling you that. It, it, it's so upsetting, then they stop using their eyes well. Uh, they may need to start tilting their head so that they no longer see double. Um, so those are some signs to watch for and a little test that you can do to see if maybe some of your child's behaviors might actually be due to a visual coordination issue, not just because your child's behaving badly. So some food for thought today. Um, if you have any questions about your child developmentally uh, in any area, physical, social, emotional, please reach out to me because if I don't have the answers, I work with a team of providers who surely can help point you in the right direction. So my email address is info at sweetpeapediatricwellness.com. I look forward to hearing from you. Have a great day.